0: Get a seat the podcast of Simon and Keith's.
1: Mm-hmm. Get a seat mm-hmm.
0: podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, whenever you're ready.
2: Whenever you're ready.
0: I'm ready. I'm going to hit my record.
3: <laughs> right. mine's is recording as well.
0: Yeah, class. Well, you're ready. Right. I'm,
3: I'm ready.
2: ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Ah, what a joy.
0: Um, oh well, hello everyone. Oh my god, hey, um, we're just
2: going straight into it. Whoa.
0: Yeah, we are. Here we are. We press record folks. three seconds
2: ago and here we are.
0: We need to get on with Damn. it, folks.
2: There's oh a lot gosh. to cover Kiva's tonight. in business mode.
1: Oh
2: my god. Hi, we're at is Z or Z. yes whoa that felt weird me doing the or Z. I know yeah that Um, was weird
1: Simon (laughs) that you did that the
2: tables Um,
3: didn't even give me a
2: chance I like to give everyone the options you know um we are a podcast which covers um content for about or by queer people Um, yes beautiful lovely well done thank you very much um and we're going through the alphabet one letter at a time looking at different queer stuff and this week we're on letter n uh God, that took you two a while didn't it
3: and <laughs> I, I didn't know if i'm allowed to talk yet so i'm just like waiting oh, yeah
2: true who's <laughs> that shush shush Back <laughs> i'm recorder. not
3: talking yet i've not talked yet
0: yeah um n um, for naughty as in what i don't what's that alphabet thing called when you have to like because n sounds like m you know when you're on the phone oh, you have to well, like spell no. like what's that thing oh not you phonetic. mean the, like what is it it, called
2: is it not called the phonetic alphabet is it is that what it
0: is like m for mother n for i don't know what it is norman i
2: feel like it's n for norman
0: i just i would just make things up if somebody asked me to do that
2: yeah i wouldn't know um i thought you were talking about you know like naughty the little like sort of tiny cartoon blue hat oh naughty yeah i remember
0: him yeah that's where i can't really (laughs) I mean, honestly, yeah, um, probably. Anyway,
2: as, for us being like, let's be efficient, we're not on Naughty, so.
0: I know, listen, folks, it's going to um, happen.
3: We're not talking about Naughty? Sorry. Oh,
0: wait, that's all,
3: wait, is it, oh, wait did
0: now. you research the wrong topic? I've sorry. been, I've been um, watching
3: Naughty all week. I'm sorry, this is real failure. I did wonder. Anyway,
2: um, we, so th- we're on N. Do we, Kiva, remind me, do we reveal at this point what, the, what we're covering? Uh, not yeah, that they'd already know. Yes, cool. okay. Because, I, yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I do listen to the show, folks.
0: They'll um, know by the title anyway. Segment, so I even if they don't, they didn't listen last week. Although, w- <laughs> why haven't you? It's a great one. You should go listen <laughs> now. <laughs> um,
2: okay, well, N is for
0: nightgowns. The... Well done. Yeah. Well done, Ooh. kid. Thing. Um, um, the show. We are... How would you describe
2: it? Um, a drag cabaret
1: esque show. Yeah, I
2: don't yeah. know if that's the right term. It's a, it's, it's an experience,
3: but and also, there's like quite like, a few variations yeah. of it. A dream yes. sequence of queer fantasia or something. That, like that. That, I think that's they what do describe it as that in the show. Lovely yeah. queer fantasia. Um,
2: and we are of course joined because we're talking about Sasha Valer, um, by a Sasha Valer scholar, <laughs> <laughs> um, and everyone's favorite um like third member of the podcast because they get mentioned every fucking other not even every episode every like 20 minutes of this podcast is just me going oh yeah Callum Mm -hmm. said this um so we are joined by Callum McElwee. Hello.
3: Uh, Hi. Hello. It is a true honor to finally be here in person it is like foretelling was a right I messed that up. My arrival was foretold in the ancient text of
0: every other episode. Yes. Real honor. Yeah,
2: I'm so happy for our fans to get to meet you because I feel like we've really like built you up. So um you have a lot to live up to as well. they're gonna to be incredibly
3: <laughs> disappointed. I am
2: very sorry. <laughs> um so for context, in case anyone hasn't figured this out yet, I live with Callum. Um Callum yeah, is one yeah. of my besties um Yay. and is just a lovely um queer person who has taught me a lot about um I guess I- like yeah, like, but life, but also like, like I feel like Hallam, you're so tuned into like queer stuff, like mm. mediums. Like, I feel like, in terms of like getting a knowledge of just like more queer content, I feel like you're the person to go to. Um, which I,
1: I,
3: really I love that now. you say that. You, I love that you say that. Like, I give you a choice. Like, it's yeah, like, that's true. <laughs> like it's like you'll walk into the kitchen. And I'll be like, so I saw this piece of queer discourse today, and I'm going to outline it to you in full <laughs> detail, and then my persistent take on it. It's great time but thank you i'm honored to have that title in your life i appreciate that maybe it's Stockholm um, syndrome who knows <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like don't tell anyone
0: so um, callum for those who do not know who you are
3: <laughs> hi. Sorry, me, you high.
0: Um, um, yeah do you want to explain who you are a little bit
3: I'll, oh, who I, am I? That's such a deep and intense question. I need to ask. Actually, I didn't ask before. Am I allowed to swear? And is swearing tolerated on this?
0: Alan, you, know. you, you, you listen to the to our episodes. You know that we swear. <laughs> I do, but I don't know because I'm aware of how much I swear
3: as a person. So I feel like I need to be careful. Oh my gosh. Yes, I you're allowed to swear e
2: beside the podcast. Yes, I'm we do. Deficient. Yes, we
3: do. explicitly. We got the E. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we E e e e e Hi, hi everyone. Um, I'm I'm Callum. Um, I am a bisexual non-binary person who uses they/them pronouns, but kind of enjoys everything. I am um, a ukulele enthusiast. Um, I, I do theater here and there. You know, just every once in a while when people let me um i am a very 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 early aspiring drag performer and Lovely. i just do a lot of like a lot of shit a lot of stuff uh i scare people for a living it's a great time um
2: and does it for free in our house with me I
3: do, it is a good time It is a. It is in the clauses of Living with me is that you've got to accept being Jump scared every once in a while
2: Yeah, I don't appreciate it No, no.
3: This is actually
2: an intervention from our House, I'm going to get Gabrielle and Sam Are going to just join the Zoom now and be like Callum, we need you to stop Your jump
3: scaring has affected me in the following Ways I'm just going to struggle
2: um, Unreal
0: Beautiful um, yeah. So I,
2: oh you go Kiva I feel like you have a question
0: no I just was gonna ask um Callum you did your dissertation on like drag something didn't you or did yeah
3: I that I, I did I did my dissertation for my undergrad in drama because you know I really cared about having a career um mm. I wrote my dissertation on I titled it like what drag can do and basically I wrote about like how drag in the south and things like Panty Bliss and like Alternative Miss Ireland was big in improving the discussions about same-sex marriage reform and things like that and rights for LGBT people in the south and across the world and how that could potentially manifest itself in Northern Ireland. Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently my dissertation supervisor Um, who was a big old fan well actually my dissertation supervisor understood nothing about drag so I spent the whole time explaining drag to him oh god but then the second marker who loved drag um, decided to be like wow this is a fun little piece of detail apparently it's a good like I've got a lot of I reference a lot of drag queens from Belfast um, and I think apparently it hadn't been mentioned before so that's fun yeah that's Um, cool I like writing about drag. It's probably one of my favorite subjects. So,
1: yeah.
2: I love as well. Yeah. One of my favorite things about Callum is Callum has such a like knowledge of drag outside of one particular TV show. Mm. Um, which is just very refreshing when you talk to someone about yeah. drag. It's like, "Oh, I care about other types of drag that aren't just that type I, of drag yeah, you know i think
3: it's I, I always find it as the place where i started my fan my appreciation of drag but definitely and actually particularly nightgowns is a really good example of where i actually started springboarding into listening to other things because drag is so bloody cool it's yeah. just mm-hmm. the coolest thing in the world and i just like why would i limit myself to just watching one little show if you get
0: it yeah it's gonna be really
3: hard to not name it in this episode i'm so sorry
0: (laughs) yeah
3: we have one rule
2: on gator's ed podcast
3: (laughs) don't mention it Uh,
2: and it's gonna be a fun mini game for this
3: (laughs) you're (laughs) gonna have to have a counter and every time we figure out a different way to refer to it as like the show that must not be named Mm
2: -hmm. um colin mcgoley can I ask you one last question? Excuse me? Okay, go ahead. Um, do you have anything to promote that might be coming up soon?
3: Well, no, you should mention. Um, I am currently part of the New Queer Works program with um, Queer Outbursts. It's an arts festival that's going on in Belfast. And it's, it's in November. And on like the 27th, near the end of it, I, actually on the very last day, where I'm part of like a presentation of those of different new queer artists who are emerging and are going to talk about their ideas. Um, I'm talking about a play called Rainbows Will Do, which is all about bisexual people and their very unique experiences of the LGBT community. So it's quite um, fun. Love talking about bi people. I think the best part about being bi is reminding everyone. So <laughs> that's part of the play. <laughs> nice.
2: Um, I don't that. know, Kimu, Kiva, did you get to go to the read through of that, or was that just like were you there for that over
0: Zoom? You mean like just yes. like us? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes.
2: yeah. Um, having been to it, I think it's fab. It's got yeah. such a lovely, lovely, lovely energy about it, and Callum was a really cool way of writing. Oh, um, thank you.
0: Yeah, like, that's like, very <laughs> exciting. Then, so wait, yeah, it is. It's is so book. it's on the twenty seventh. Is that a weekend?
3: Oh no, yeah. actually, I I tell a lie. I tell a lie here. It's not the twenty seventh. 27th is a different thing um it's the 20th I actually think um okay. I think it is the final Saturday I have it in my diary I, can check. I think it's the final Saturday of the festival is the oh it's 20th. on a
0: Saturday okay fun yeah. I should be able to come then
3: um it's actually genuinely for anyone just to pr- I can plug out first like that whole day that final day is just all like new work so it's that there's another one called transforming stages which is all about trans artists and like their experience and their pieces there's um just a whole day of development stuff and things that it can be working on with the hope of it being staged the next year so yeah
0: people amazing
3: queer shit yeah um
2: when I've got to know Callum shall we head to the news
0: yeah let's do it let's love it
2: let's shimmy over there
0: Okay, so guys, oh, yeah. there's, there's so a, guys, of there's is a flash bulletin. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's there's a few things because we actually haven't done the news for the last two episodes.
2: Yeah, for so, um, various reasons.
0: Yeah, um, and well, it's not like there's like been loads of things building up, but there's just we've a, had a that we've, we've had we a flood
2: mention. of news. Um, yeah, suddenly. Okay, so like buses.
0: <laughs> the we the we thing mm. that we were gonna say like in last week or whatever's episode that we did not say was just like superman's son being confirmed by in the in the comic books you to see. and yeah. then wolverine as well either confirmed by or like hinted by as by or something but oh, i think I, it, think I think confirmed because it's kind of been hinted like before like well, people were acting surprised and it's like mm, no this has been like this is now nah, like, there's there's been vibes
3: now nah, um, wolverine and nightcrawler have been smashing it for years that's so yeah like always been a theory
0: yeah yeah so I think that was kind of like confirmed or something sorry I don't have the full information here I just have my bullet points that I had to get through um and then people were being weird about that obviously blah 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 fucking Nigel Farage and people like that saying oh it's an attack on masculinity superman's supposed to be manly as if being gay makes you less of a man homophobia did you know all I'll say
3: all I'll say is that I came out as queer and now I am not a man anymore. But anyway,
0: <laughs> oh, it does happen. That's true. That's true. Oh, <laughs> okay. Our assignment is a big manly man. So, oh my yeah, God. I'm, anyway,
2: I am the muscle of
0: this podcast, right? Yeah.
2: I am yeah. The, the, yeah. the beefy. I'm the uh, big I'm not beefster. Sure I was going to be like, I'm the sex symbol. And I'm like, no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> if
3: um, you believe it,
2: you we can't get can't be, you okay? Guys, we get so many like, saucy fan letters every week being Thirst like DMs oh, just our for Simon. Simon. when's the calendar coming out you know like all that kind of stuff yeah um soon guys soon <laughs> it will come out we will we'll sure say it's is, calendar. That you'll be, be so able calm. to buy
0: it for christmas <laughs> yeah i think we should um anyway so yeah superheroes <laughs> being gay in a big way because also i went to the eternals today and there's gays in that too Oh my
2: lord, they're um, everywhere.
0: Yeah, taking yeah. over the gay agenda blah blah blah. Uh next yeah, was um the wicked cast announcement which
2: <laughs> big gay news.
0: Beautiful yeah. beautiful moment for all of us in the world honestly. Um could not he be more perfect in my opinion. This. I'm extremely excited because <laughs> obviously as you all know I am an RN done but also like I am a a stan of Cynthia Arrivo. Cynthia
3: like, Arriva, oh.
0: She is like just, oh my god, just on fucking real. And I just, yeah, it's just so perfect. Like, I'm just so happy about it. Yeah, um look, I was gonna be it, like,
3: if you haven't, um if you haven't look up Cynthia Erivo's performance from um Color Purple, mm-hmm. anyone. It's yeah. amazing.
0: But especially I'm here is just like the most ah, incredible yeah. fucking thing. Um yeah, so then next, um, Taylor Swift all too well short film coming out or is it a oh music God. video or is it a short film yeah it's, a, it's
2: it's called a short film Aoife Brown of course messaged me about this um, yeah immediately so yeah it's a short film it has uh the girl from Fear Street in it the ginger one Sadie yeah. Sink right? yeah. yeah Dylan mm-hmm. O'Brien
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Taylor Swift I think they're like the three yeah. starring in it
0: yeah um, so I think Sadie is meant to be kind of like Taylor, Taylor. Swift at that young age and yeah. then Dylan O'Brien is like Jake Gyllenhaal or whatever yeah and, and <laughs> to be like fair 30. All Too Well
2: for, like slaps so hard um Beautiful so I'm very song. excited about that yeah um,
0: very exciting news yeah. for Aoife Brown mostly but yeah
2: that's what we're shout out this
0: one's for you um <laughs> and then just briefly um Lauren Oregi from Former Fifth Harmony fame, who is a queer icon, as we know, or maybe you didn't know that, but she is. I didn't. Know
3: that. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah
0: I don't bi- know who she is, that's why I didn't know.
3: Um,
0: but she just released like a new solo EP, and it's beautiful. I listened to it the last day, so I just wanted to say that. Um, and I also discovered this new um queer artist recently called Remy Wolf, and Amazing. she's class. I've she does- heard of them you might you might have yeah she does a song she had a song with um a rapper called Dominic Fike called Photo ID which is an absolute bop and then she had another song come out it was like um what's it called Liz obviously a lesbian anthem and Mm. it's class as well and I think she's just put out a new album her debut album which I haven't listened to the whole album yet but she's just a real vibe so that was my queer artist recommendation and um, you know and what? Then, you can
2: actually see some more of our queer artists recommendations too if you head over to our Instagram because we have a big old Spotify playlist um full of queer artists that we're enjoying at the minute. Yes,
0: yes. Oh my god! Thank yeah. you, Simon, for that plug. Um, yeah. And Simon, do you want to give your little like stan
2: moment? Oh yeah, here. So on my not gay news but gay news to us um mm-hmm. segment, um, are we Lord? Um, God bless her. First day was her birthday, so happy birthday, Lord um, and, from GZ. um well done. and yeah she's 25 now queen uh-huh. um which is the lyrics to that song um yeah and anyway, you blink and it's been 10 years anyway um she yeah she released a new music video um to fallen fruit and it's really cool it's kind of about climate change um but also about her like leaving to be a star um and it's very funky and well done and it's probably my fave out of the three music videos we've got so far and I also found out there's going to be four more music videos for this era
0: oh wow okay so excited
2: for that folks yeah we're getting seven I imagine like some people have theories as to what they will be um because basically they think there's a journey going throughout all of them where it's like she's leaving this beach and now she's gonna like like go through her like journey of being a star, which is sort of touched on in the early tracks in the album. But yeah, hey, stream Solar Power. She just released the extended, well, not the extended edition, like the deluxe edition. So the two bonus tracks are now on Spotify. They're two of mm. the best songs in the album. So go enjoy. Yeah,
0: love that. I have listened to the bonus tracks Yeah, I need to do that actually. Helen um, of
2: Troy is a big vibe. Mm. Yeah, no, Helen of Troy. Sorry,
0: you're no, <laughs> not Helen of Troy. Helen of
3: Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Helen of
2: Troy. Right.
1: Anyway, <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Art. So then, the last thing was uh, a little drama, a little local drama. Yes, the actual, yeah. Um, about a local queer nightclub, which I think we just need to name names and say that it was Kremlin.
3: It was Kremlin. It was it Kremlin. Was Kremlin.
0: We're not surprised. Yeah, no. for
3: anyone that's not from Northern Ireland, there is a gay bar in Belfast called the Kremlin. It's not the Russian kremlin it's just yeah
2: no. <laughs> it's also randomly mentioned on an episode of uh, um with katya and trixie apparently yeah, because they would have I been there that. they've
0: been there like probably loads of times mm-hmm. yeah i remember So international that. fans That's you'll remember funny. it from that yeah. yes but um yeah basically I, I mean people have kind of said for like a while now that kremlin is kind of just becoming very like catered to mainstream crowds LGBT like not era, not audience, yeah, yeah like
3: not very um, queer
0: and recently like obviously the clubs have just reopened in Belfast and they have start they 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 hosted a a non-queer club night in Cranman that used to be somewhere else
2: yeah um, so basically this club night used to be in a relatively plastic. straight and quite young nightclub yeah um, like a not shino- re- like yeah shindy um,
0: kind of nightclub yeah Hmm.
2: And they are busing people from the Holy Lands um to Kremlin now um, for this nightclub event that will happen every week. Yeah. Um called kind of hilariously rubber Mondays, which just sounds like a kink event in my opinion.
3: But um, if, only so... was, if only it was a kink event. I know, <laughs>
2: like at least that'd be for our like, community, but sure. Yeah, I know. Um, what were you gonna say, Kiva? Sorry.
0: Yeah, so with there's rubber Mondays, and then it, wasn't there another club and I. I thought they there did was two a, different ones. They
3: did. They did another one. I think it was like called the Purge or something. It that was, like was Halloween. Oh, that, that was, was Halloween. Was a for story. That Halloween. was just for. Rubber Mondays? Sorry, it was that a was, different one. A, it wasn't Rubber Mondays, but but
0: that's a different story. But so there's Rubber Mondays, and I thought there was like something like Club. 180 or something, something.
2: Oh, I think that is a Kremlin night. That's like that's a, just yeah a regular. Oh, okay.
0: Night. So I, the for the some problem... reason, I thought there was two different ones that were like non-queer, but maybe I'm just. I mean, no. Th-
3: there is a big talk about the fact that none of the marketing to, for any of the nights in Kremlin looks particularly queer. Like it almost looks like they're masking. Some
0: yeah, the they kind of. But yeah.
3: But start yeah.
0: Sorry.
3: No, no. It's, I keep I, like, talking over you ma-
0: because there's a delay. Sorry.
3: It's okay. It's okay. Uh, no, I think it's apparently that they might be that. But then I also looked at some of the marketing before, and it might not be. But there is a theory that they are trying to like mask the fact that it's a queer bar, despite yeah. the fact it's in the heart of the queer quarter. So like, like
0: transition into more of a just like mainstream, like regular or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which and, is
2: just upsetting because yeah, the general sort of so there's been some Twitter talk around this and some. Yeah. Bartenders from the general area have said a that the patrons of Rubber Mondays were not very welcoming of the LGBT community and if anything mm-hmm. were using homophobic slurs, therefore yeah. invading one of our safe spaces um, and turning it into somewhere that wasn't safe. And then I think, and this is again speculation, none of us were there, um, that the event was either closed down or like ended at a certain time. Um, which then caused all of these like quite drunk and not not necessarily friendly to LGBT not everyone but obviously there are some people within this group who were not friendly towards LGBT people to sort of spill into Union Street and therefore the rest of the queer quarter therefore sort of I guess endangering it in a way and I think the big issue a lot of people in our community have is that by making yourself a safe queer space and by taking on that responsibility to be like we are an LGBT club for the gays Mm -hmm. um you have a responsibility to look after patrons? community yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're 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 holding more than just a business you're holding a flag to look after what is still a somewhat repressed community in Belfast and definitely in Northern Ireland yeah yeah um and just don't make our fucking safe spaces like not a place that we feel comfortable in please
3: to be yeah. like to be entirely nuanced about it, like it's like it's not like gay bars or like queer bars in general are inherently just safe. Like obviously bad stuff happens there. Totally. But one of the just to like make it clear that like obviously there's these places like Kremlin. Actually, was also getting into shit because on one of their actual queer nights that's supposed to be catered to gay people, that their the bouncers were being very transphobic.
1: Yeah, and, like, that was very the other thing.
3: So there's been a consistent problem. I've always I've always branded Kremlin as a gay bar what versus a queer bar, which I think they're both very different things and they act different ways. Mm. But one of the big problems is that for at least in the queer quarter, like homophobia would be at least lessened and like the idea of getting hate crime would be less likely. And by having this event on a Monday, it now makes the entire queer quarter dangerous on a Monday. And that's yeah. not good for anywhere. It affects Boombox. It affects Union Street. It affects everywhere in that area. And that's yeah. not fucking on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I just kind of t- got a couple of the tweets and stuff, of people talking about it. Um. Mm. Yeah. And, and that was the thing, like the kind of marketing for the different nightclub events is like, they didn't like say, they didn't like, make any note of the fact that they are a gay bar on any of the advertising mm. um and also um somebody said that they took down their like gay nightclub sign outside I I, I haven't gone and looked myself so I don't know if is true <laughs> but um maybe
2: we'll do some investigative journalism on Instagram live
0: <laughs> yeah just do some photo. <laughs> So I just got like the Facebook post as well of people talking about um,
2: yeah so transphobia I, I saw,
0: on Halloween night. I sort of mm. saw
2: that where it was like I saw a tweet of a Facebook post about this. Yeah, um, which I imagine is what I you saw have too, yeah.
0: yeah. So basically, um, this person says um, that there were three trans women who didn't know each other. Um, who were forcibly for forcefully dragged out by one bouncer who was grabbing trans identifying people um and so this person said that their friend i think was dragged out um she didn't have her phone with her she left to go to the toilet and was dragged out by her arms shouted at and humiliated with two other trans women that she didn't know so like the bouncer just seemed to be pulling out targeting random people like who were just trans-identifying trans or whatever. um, Yeah, and and they say that this particular bouncer was grabbing people in drag or trans-identifying people, taking them out of the club, um, left out in the street in the rain, blah, blah, blah. um, And that they... So this person then asked to speak to a female member of staff to sort out the incident. And after waiting 20 minutes, she was joking around, not providing any help for the incident that occurred blah 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 so yeah just like what very strange very 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 strange very disappointing
2: for people who've obviously waited a long time for clubs because clubs have only just opened again yeah in um Mm. Norn as well um yeah so it's kind of it's very disappointing that like literally we are just we are out the gate we have just begun um Mm -hmm. and this is what we're experiencing
3: week one to be brittle, like, it's especially... I mean, I expected this. If there was going to be a, a bar in Belfast that did this, it would be Kremlin. Like, I would have predicted it from Kremlin, all of the queer as in, bars.
0: As in... The, the, the one that leagues. was going to
3: have transphobia and, like, homophobic things happen and dangerous stuff. They've like consistently off, always been a bar that's been very bad for being unwelcoming to members of the you, community.
0: Yeah, but, like, of all the bar, all the bars and the clubs in Belfast, like, you... you you know oh,
3: yeah, no, in Belfast, I mean. Why yeah.
0: Why would, yeah, like, it just, it's just, like, really sad that, like, you know, cause there are, there only are two queer clubs in Belfast. Mm. Yeah. It, yeah, so, like, it's. The fact that people can't go to one of the, like, very few places that's meant to be, like, a safe space for them and, like.
3: It's theirs so... Have an
0: actual safe night, like, it's just really sad and disappointing. It's, like,
3: it's really also, it's just ridiculous also because queer like people that would go to clubs but queer audience and queer like customers are some of the most loyal customers especially in a situation where they have nowhere else to go so kremlin would have made money back would be continuing to make money but instead they've decided to potentially alienate the community they're supposed to be yeah creating a space for it's just insane to me and it at this point if shit like this continues to happen I would be very, very ready to just start picketing the fucker, or like calling it out aggressively on the night, like showing up and being like, "Fire this!" Yeah, monster. I, I
0: mean, yeah, I don't know, I, I kind of, it kind of turned me off going to Kremlin anyway. Mm. Personally,
1: Kremlin
2: so, well, I mean, box. <laughs> let's. I was gonna say let to end on a slightly more positive note. I feel like what we can remember is that we can support the parts of our community that we feel are most representative of us and that we think are standing for us and ultimately you want to see change you make change with who you're giving your patronage to um and it's a case if we have one lovely little queer bar um, and club in Belfast that is very welcoming of all um and I'm very appreciative of and I know that that is where I would like to spend more of my time um now that we're getting back out into clubs and pubs Um, so as Callum would say Stampin' boxes,
3: <laughs> Stampin' box. Yeah, I'm Maverick. We love Maverick as well. It's lovely. Exactly. Yeah, it's below Box for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, so
0: they're um, yeah they're like a little family. Yeah, yeah,
3: it is. It's lovely.
2: Anytime you go there, it just feels very nice. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That is that is queer news. A very bit more local and then sort of more Stan orientated. Um. But, yeah. <laughs> um. Shall we get on with the show? Yeah, let's go. Um, so, so.
0: Oh. Like <laughs> oh, I was and just going to ask first of all, Callum, what like drew you to this show or to Sasha Blur or which came first actually?
3: Um so <laughs> Um, I think Sasha Velour obviously came first. Um, anyone that knows of Sasha Valor probably knows her from her appearance on a show that shall not be named mm-hmm. um, where she was um, she actually won so spoilers for anyone that hasn't watched that season but she's um, she was I remember watching her and being like from the moment the Meet the Queens came out I was like she's so cool I'm obsessed with her. Right. And then I looked up some of her performances online of because Nightgowns has been around as a drag review for like in Brooklyn for like years. And it has started out in this tiny little bar, which I cannot remember the name of, but it was just a little bar in the middle of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And there was performances of her just performing in Brooklyn. She does this really beautiful performance of Cellophane by which is the one lots yeah. of people love and things like that. And I just was like, I'm immediately obsessed. And then as I watched her more, I heard about nightgowns, and then started watching some of the other performers. Yeah. And then this year, or last year, she announced this, which was for Quibi. Um, and... Which we'll get into in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then this just got announced. And I think it's just a really cool, the ethos of the show was always to showcase an array of different kinds of drag Hmm. all the different kinds of drag it can be and to me as someone who loves drag I was like this is what I want to see as a showcase and if I want to see a variety show I want to see that variety so I was really fucking excited so
0: fast yeah love that um okay cool what's next (laughs) um
2: so can I ask just before we get into like nightgowns obviously Sasha as a figure largely came to prominence because of that tv show um but in some ways was seen as I guess like a controversial um winner of that tv show as well um yes. there were outcries of how could they rob the the queen herself Shaykule, who of the mm. crown um, sp- <laughs> and there was yeah. also um criticism of Sasha representing and I quote white mediocrity um yeah, yeah right um, solid article yeah as a drag queen um and that she was not deserving of her win um mm. i was just intrigued just to like i guess like what your guys viewpoints might have been at the time um do i know some people who find sasha a little bit too pretentious yeah yeah pretentious, yeah, pretentious yeah. academic as a drag queen um and maybe doesn't like take themselves too seriously to the point that they're like oh whoa like i can't I personally can't get into this and I don't like her. Mm. I don't agree with those people, but I just feel like we should be aware of their like stance as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I... Yeah, Callum, I feel like you know some stuff about this and how Sasha feels about it as well.
3: It's, I think it's always very funny because I mean, we have seen Sasha live. Yeah. Oh yeah, that should
2: be good context.
3: We've, we've, we've I've, I've seen Sasha, obviously followed her. All There's a lot of people make jokes about her being like overly brainy, overly like... drag us up and we're challenging all these things and stuff but the funny thing is Sasha is very self-aware of all of that and she always seems to find it very funny and she takes she's in on the joke every time Mm -hmm. that people tell her that like makes fun of it a lot in her act actually (laughs) she does and I think I think there's a very valid criticism to saying that when people talk especially overly floral in the way that they talk it can make their stuff very inaccessible Mm-hmm. I think there's a very, I read that article where that white mediocrity thing came from, though, and I was just like, this person's just... Him, Ferrer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That seems unfair, yeah. yeah. Because that girl in that article also proceeded to, like, talk about Sasha's decision to be a bald queen. And
0: yeah, like, Why the I remember hell is she that. Bald?
3: And I'm like, Sasha's, Sasha's bald because she's doing a dedication to her mother, who... Passed away of cancer, rest in peace. But yeah,
0: like a little sliver of research could tell you that. So that seems a bit like yeah.
3: there was a load yeah. of just really that felt like it was someone slamming who was probably very upset that their favorite didn't win. Mm. And at the time, I think there was a very big discussion about particularly how queens of color, particularly black queens, were often being mistreated on shows like that yeah. and were not getting the respect they deserved. So seeing one that had done so well lose out in the end was upsetting.
0: Yeah, which but, I totally understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, I don't know. Sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um yeah, just like I think at the time I thought that she was cool, but then I the more I thought about it, I was like, oh no, actually, yeah, like Shea Calais was robbed, blah, blah, blah. And I do love Shay, and I and I I do think that like, you know, maybe she was more deserving overall in that season. But, like, I think that Sasha is, like, incredibly talented as well. And, like, I think doing the whole, like, like, the white mediocrity thing is just, like, totally, like, uncalled for, I feel like. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, am... I think... Sorry. I'm sorry,
2: Keeva. So, no, you're going ahead.
0: I think I definitely used to think the the pretentious thing myself as well but then i kind of was thinking about it and like i wonder is that just more to do with um kind of the show that she was on and how limited it is in in terms of the drag it represents and so you kind of true because also i feel like there was a bit of that on the show where like other queens were a little bit like oh this girl like everything has to be so like you know like it's yeah. thought arc, i mean, she's yeah. so in her head and yeah
3: there is definitely there's yeah. a big problem of that show of pigeonholing queens into specific arcs so yeah. i definitely think there was an aspect of oh she's brainy and smart so we need to present her as that at all times even if it's in a bad way
0: yeah um, and every everything becomes oh you're too this you're too that yeah. like yeah. rather than it being a positive thing yeah yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. i find i find it like I think Shay obviously was amazing, but um, at that point for me in the show, I had gotten, it had gotten stale for me. So I was like, when they did that twist in the finale, I was like, oh, this is something new. So I was really excited by it. But Mm -hmm. uh, there was also, also Shay herself has come forward and been like on an interview, I believe was like the things that Sasha has done with the crime when she won and the things that she did. I would have never been able to do because was, she was, go, so that Shay was going through like the loss of her a parent, I believe, at the time and stuff. So there's a mm. lot going around it. Um, yeah. But and um, also,
2: Shay gets her happy ending in the end.
3: She yeah. Has, yeah. So.
2: Um, and I think both of them are very well respected. Um, yeah. yeah the base, which is nice. Mm. Um, I feel like there was something I was going to say. Also, it must be noted that. Um, Sasha does have one of the most iconic moments in the franchise that shall not be named's history, yeah. in my opinion Yeah,
3: it's a very um, emotional moment
2: Oh my god, it's so emotional, <laughs> <some> <laughs> <would> <laughs> so, <laughs> <say>. <laughs> so emotional Ooh. Yeah,
0: no, um, like yeah, you can't deny, yeah, just how iconic yeah. that
2: is, we've seen that live as part of, Um, I feel like Cal and yeah. I will mention this a couple of times, that we went to see Sasha Villers, um tour, Smoke and Mirrors, I'm literally the last thing we saw for the lockdown, like to the point yeah. it was, like, on the bus home. I was like, are we going to get COVID? Because it was still at that stage where, like, no one really knew what it was. Yeah, um, my God.
0: And so is that show just her? It's not, like, the night guys yeah. cast with her? Yeah, it's, it's just, just her. a totally yeah. different just her.
2: show. Okay. Um, she does a mm. lot. Obviously, she's, like, a graphic artist as well. Um, mm. And she does a lot of, like, work with, like, projections in that show. And it's just, like, stunning. Um, And she actually does some of the performances in... Which are from Night like, Guns in the show as well.
3: Yeah, there's just um, so.
2: yeah, but we'll get more into Sasha's performance aspects later in this show.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Ooh. Um. So yes, Night guides. um Yeah, Eid let's get Quibi.
1: into
2: it. Um. Can I do? What's the can... Tea?
0: Yeah. What's the tea with Quibby? Yeah. Because, can Can yeah. I Can I, can I flex
2: my TV muscles for like the tiniest minute? Because guys, did I you do... work in TV, Simon? Guys, I, I do have a job in TV.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Go for it, go for so.
2: Quibi is this um oh my god this like experiment but also like everyone thought it was going to be the next big thing when it came to tv which was this idea of like an app a bit like snapchat um in terms of all the things would be filmed in portrait orientation I think this might be wrong um and basically it was like remember snapchat stories Mm -hmm. that was the premise but it was like people love watching shows in like episodic bits as opposed to watching the whole thing because everything's going online um so Quibi's idea was that people love short little snippets of shows as opposed to a whole thing so as opposed to making a nightgowns documentary that would have been like an hour and a half long they were like people would prefer to see eight minute little tiny stories um, and everyone was so on board with this it got so much backing so much money um and then when it came out it very massively flopped oh, and God. within a year within a year shut down um and it's just like I I'm pretty sure like your man who did like Lord of the Rings like was like making stuff for it or like Steven Spielberg Wait, is that the same person I don't know no um no <laughs> yeah thanks guys um he like there was some really big names attached to Quibi which is hilarious. Um, and there was like so much stuff happening in it for it to then just sort of immediately dive bomb and all these people who were like bigging it up as the big thing in TV. Um yeah. suddenly being like, Oh, never mind. Yeah. So the the three the three things that Quibi did were movies and chapters, which was full feature lengths, but they split them up into five, 10 minute sections because that's how people like to watch things. Um, Unscripted docs that are less than 10 minutes per episode, which is what this was. And then Daily Essentials, which are like curated little bites of either like news shows or entertainment shows that were like five minutes long, but like there was like a new character each day in them sort of thing. Um, And it actually, to be fair, like had quite a lot of new shows come out on it. Um, But I feel like not a lot of them well, A, not a lot of them made it very far, and B, some of them didn't make it onto the app because that's what, like, <laughs> that's right, sort of what okay. happened. So it um, flopped,
0: basically.
2: Yeah, basically it was a big flop, but good for Sasha getting that
3: money while she could, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it so got now... Re- Sorry. You
0: go.
3: uh, it got renewed for a season two, but then, like, Quibi oh. got destroyed. So it's Surely they could just move. do it on
0: something else, could they not? Because now it's I, on some, like, the Roku channel or something, whatever that is.
3: Yeah, it, it got purchased by something, so I definitely, it will show up somewhere, but I don't know where.
0: Uh. The season two, you mean? So it is, yeah. it is still happening? It might. Okay. I
3: think it might be. I'm not sure. I, okay. yeah, I don't know enough.
2: Yeah. Um, so that that's a very quick intro into Quibi. Um, but mm-hmm. feel free to Google it in your own time because it is an entertaining um, enigma. So let's do a very quick explanation. Nightgowns is a series. Whoa. Um, and the structure of Nightgowns is they do like an episode at the start about Sasha, then an episode about like all the like se- the seven sort of core performers, six core performers, seven core performers of um, seven, um, seven of Nightgowns. And then each performer, apart from one randomly, um, Get an episode to themselves. So I think the yeah. best way for us to look through this would be to just talk about each performer. Um, but yeah. before we do that, what what did we think of nightgowns in general? Like, was it something we enjoyed? Um, and I, yeah, like, what what were our first impressions?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I th- I found it really interesting. Um, it made me really want to see the live show as well just like it just looks really cool and it's just really nice to see like different types of drag and different types and styles of performers um totally
2: yeah
0: Yeah. and um i i the I, i do get the whole like short episode thing but like i maybe it was just because i was watching it all in one go that i was just finding it annoying that it like kept ending I had kept them to go get the next episode like if it I would have I mm-hmm. would have watched it if it was like an hour-long documentary
2: honestly see it oh, okay. I actually think it would have helped it if it was an hour-long documentary because yeah. it felt like you could like and put it on Netflix out... or something yeah and yeah it just felt like it would have fleshed out like all of those people a bit more and give it a more of like overarching yeah. story whereas it felt a little bit like each episode was like clipped short because we had yeah. to be like okay it we can spend so like quick.
0: three
3: yeah. minutes telling this person yeah um, I think one of one of the most beautiful things when watching it was all the bits when everyone was together like the community Mm. parts and we didn't get enough of them because of the way that it was structured
0: yeah each person Mm. totally
2: the i thought it like it really made me miss just like queer spaces if that makes any form of sense and like just being in like a very like queer safe space where we can just like be the freaks we want to be but also just like be accepted by that with people who you know have like love in their hearts um Mm -hmm. and I think one thing the series does really well is capture that like oh this is like a queer creative space where you can sort of do what you want and be who you want and play with whatever you want to um and also like a sense of like queer love where we we as like them as queer performers and as a queer audience as well um appreciating these weird things that we would be ridiculed for in normal society mm. um, and yeah. I just thought the series was really good at achieving that and it made me very happy and also a little yeah. bit like emotional I was like oh god I really like want to get out and like either like make something really queer or like yeah go
0: and, it, like it, go it to really like a like... sick
3: drag performance or something like yeah. that."
0: yeah yeah it it was, is... it was like very inspiring
3: yeah yeah that's exactly how I felt coming out of it I think it was fun because I'd, I'd already obviously known a lot about nightgowns so I'd seen loads of performances from some of these artists as well so it was really nice to get that see that flashing out moment of being like oh this person's getting like a little platform to talk about their art and what they want to yeah. do and what they care about so I was like this is genuinely really, really wonderful to me and just oh I loved it mm-hmm. yeah same thought it was beautiful
2: yeah um any any other things you want to say about nightgowns like a uh, overview Overall. Quickly, or else we'll, yeah or else we can just go into each performer
0: um yeah just like it it showed that really nice like um chosen family thing that we love to see as well and like yeah just like really lovely like vibes like nice community thing and the, and the way it showed that kind of overlapping not just from like a nice work family but like overlapping into their personal lives as well like um yeah like neon staying with sasha and johnny and stuff like it was very like real like this is a wee family type vibe um yeah, and there was an, a lovely bit as well where um sasha was talking about like how some people still like and uh, would see like you know drag and, and whatnot as like something that's like bad or like sick or whatever and mm-hmm. she said like how could something that spreads like joy be bad for the world and this is something that's full of love that was just a weak quote that she said I just thought that was nice yeah that was beautiful
2: um uh, one thing I bloody loved about when we went to see Sasha live is she was so big she's so good at creating an atmosphere but she's also so big on being like the way we show love to like performers and to drag people is like through applause and being lied so I don't want Mm. you to like sit down and like clap after every performance if you're like enjoying something in the moment just like scream your head off Mm. um and there was like such a like fun like the room just felt (sighs) like so like on fire the whole time because anytime like A reveal happened or like some cool projection shit happened or we just like felt a moment, like the crowd like really like cheered it and like applauded. Yeah, like they would just just really like
0: shout out like to the performers. Yeah. That was the other thing I was gonna say as well. Like just like when it would show the audience and stuff, like those bits were so nice as well. Like the way um like the audience would all get dressed up as well was so cool.
3: Yeah. yeah, no, it was a time, like, It was giving me that same vibe of like you win Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, that's exactly what of, I was like, going to say. Yeah, everyone dresses up and they're part of it. Even when we went yeah. to see *Smoke and Mirrors*, everyone was in drag, and it was—I yeah, I just felt that. so in the space in this room with people that are my colleagues or my peers and people that I love. And I was just like, oh, it was so special. I love, yeah. It. yeah.
2: And it's impressive for us, like a TV show, to capture. That feeling of a live yeah, performance. Yeah, as well. so true as so.
3: well.
2: Anyway, let's let's shout about the performers. Yeah. Um so there is, should we very quickly mention that there is a group performance at the top of um the series?
0: Yeah, which I um, actually love. Like yeah, it showing was so each stunning. other different like little worlds. It was like very cool. Yep, yeah So it was
2: two, Don't Stop Me Now. Um don't Big Bob. Yeah. Um lot of fun and yeah it sort of they're all in like different colors um it is very much as kiva said hitting um each of their individual um types of drag um yeah it was just a lot of fun um also nice that it was like queen which obviously freddie mercury um queer mm, icon, queer icon. Icon.
0: another queer icon yeah love um, him um yeah yeah and very yeah. very stunning
2: did you have a favorite did you have a standout of the um, out of the seven of them in the Don't Stop Me Now performance.
3: I think it's gotta oh be Vander on a swing.
2: Yeah, it mines Vander on a stress. Yeah, so that's right. that is quite, swing.
3: Is, that is quite uh, uh, anytime you get a swing involved, it's just the chaos of a swing of like, how is she gonna get off this thing? Like it's just <laughs> I I <loved laughs> yeah, it. I did and think that was
2: is she gonna fall into the crowd? Is she so gonna swing?
3: <laughs> also, cause it's Vander, and we will obviously talk about her in a minute, but like obviously because it's Vander, you're like, she could throw herself at this crime and yeah, it would make yeah. all sense. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I just thought it was really cool, like, ha- like how they kind of just are creative with like set and props and and lights and all these things, like that. It's a whole like performance art thing, like using all the di- these different like elements.
3: Yeah.
0: Very theatrical.
3: Yeah. Shout mind. out to shout out to wonderful. Stage manager Johnny Valore during
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> give, give him that credit because I was so Johnny happy Bellore. he was a part of the series. He seems like such a supportive yeah. partner. Uh, yeah, I love get that. you a partner him. like Johnny Also, we have two stage managers on the podcast right now. Yeah uh, did you did you think Johnny Valore stage managing was up to scratch, folks?
0: Yes, what? of course. It was I, um, exceptional. Yeah, um, I also yeah I just enjoyed that they they give him his props because yeah it is a cyclist
3: job (laughs) it is it is so it's just he just seems like the embodiment of just a good like he'll even perform with them but he'll do so much to help produce it as well I just uh
0: and like making sure they're all okay and stuff yeah everything you want in a good stage manager love to see it Icon Johnny
3: Valour. Shout out mm-hmm.
2: Johnny Valour, big friend of the pod. Also,
3: also yeah. the two beautiful crew women um, that were also helping out during that show were beautiful women helping out. They looked so cool. Mm. Yeah, shout out to the
0: it's crew. Shout out to the Icons.
3: crew. Respect to oh, crew. Ladies. Respect speaking, to crew people.
2: Speaking of beautiful ladies, our first performer who gets a solo episode um, is Miss Sasha Colby um yes oh, sasha colby um who is a trans drag performer who sasha's mm-hmm. known for many years i don't know is that true yes
3: yeah. yes trans woman um, um yeah mm-hmm.
2: and she um what well, something mm-hmm. i think we've already said it but the, the one of the things about night guns it highlights a lot of obviously different areas of drag um and i yeah. think this might be mentioned in the episode about how like sasha's drag sasha colby's drag is very um like dance oriented, like kind of like there's a lot of like sort of sexy like elements to it as well um she tells stories through movement beautifully Mm. um Mm. and seems very thankful for to i guess like have a basically she said sort of like drag helped her in her like transition journey as well right yeah yeah Yeah.
3: it's this beautiful thing of also that she is um her drag, a lot of the time, she doesn't necessarily, like, pad or do, like, wigs. It's very natural and it's very just what she is, but it's still drag. Yeah,
2: and that is
3: still drag. It's still drag. because Contrary to some beliefs. Drag doesn't have rules. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the control she has over her body in just every performance I've seen of her yeah. is just... Yeah.
0: Scourge. Yeah, I watched her, her, my mind... Performance
3: as, as well on YouTube, and it was just like, oh my god, this is, yeah,
0: just stunning. Yeah, just yeah, the way she
3: moves, um, yeah. And she was also a pageant performer as well, so she's also coming yeah. with a completely different background from drag to what like Sasha started with, and yet they're both on mm. the same show together, so that's
0: yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And really respect each other, as you know, have a really genuine friendship, which is just <sighs> lovely. <sighs> um yeah, it's love so nice to see. to see drag in a more supportive environment as well you know mm. yes um so yeah she was stunning um loved her perform her performance so each episode of um the series is like a little bit about this person and then our, their performance in the sort of like nightgown show or yeah. one of their performances in the nightgown yeah. show um and i assume we all enjoyed sasha's um sort of like girl who was broken up with in high school shadow performance
0: yeah. thing
3: yeah she did yeah. oh my was god it- beautiful it was janet jackson i can't yeah. remember the, name of the song um but yeah ah uh, it was all shadows in the project and the fact that she yeah. was like choreographed with them so like anytime they did a move she would do a move that almost mirrored her silhouettes so she was like dancing with them ah mm-hmm. uh, it was stunning and it was also very hot and i think that's important to remind her of
0: yeah totally um, um yeah oh my god like all the projection and shadow stuff like we like incorporating both like it's so so cool um yeah. and I think that she kind of said like in that episode that uh, her and Sasha were like oh this will be like the first time like people are seeing you yeah. kind of add in like technical elements to your performance mm-hmm. so it's yeah, cool, but, like maybe Sasha kind of well you know like showing her like a different way to perform or do drag totally. or whatever as well and mm. that they're kind of like combining e- mm. or like mixing each other's different styles and that kind of stuff as well is cool
3: yeah, yeah like her her drag is often very and I think it's such a great way for pe- drag performers to do it is that it's so raw and it's so in the moment usually mm. of like she just gets on the stage and she moves yeah, and just it's like
0: very movement based, which is like, and she and just, just she moves beautifully. Like she's like it yeah, it. Yeah. a yeah It's very and
3: raw and in the moment, and it's not rehearsed. But this was a very like there was some prep to it that she had mm. to do. Ah, oh. yeah, but yeah, so uh, cool. absolutely
2: st- stunning. Um, so she's our first episode. Then we move on to Vander Von Odd. Um yeah. Who I I love. Even, so Callum and I are aware of Vander Von Odd. Do you know who Vander Von Odd is?
0: I did not before this. No. And yeah. So,
2: Vander Von Odd. Oh my gosh, I don't want to really spoil this, but um should we just spoil it, Callum? I don't know.
3: um Should we do like a, you've got the next 10 seconds. Yeah, use the like it. 15, 15 seconds skip forward bit. <laughs> like, oh, um, for other
0: people? Yeah, yeah,
2: basically, we don't want to spoil. So, okay, let's put it this way. Vander van Odd was on another reality show um,
3: called. Can we name this one? We're Is like it. Um... Yeah, we can name this one. Is Dragula. it Dracula? This one's good. Yeah, I, so I
0: guess I assumed like surely this person has been on Dracula because <laughs> she's not. Yeah. Why not? Like
2: she was she on win? season one, and she is the Ooh. first winner of Dracula. Wow! Um, okay. And amazing. like I, th- I feel like Callum. I don't know about you. I have like ever since I saw her on Dracula, I've been like she is fucking amazing. Hmm. Um, um, so she's um, so cool. She's so. Oh my god! Like, I just,
0: need to go watch immediately because I was obsessed with her. Watching yeah. This.
2: yeah,
3: she. But was... that's only
2: the surface level. What she showed in Night Guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's fa-
3: it's so fascinating as well because Dracula, when she was on it, was like five-ish years ago, and she was kind of like a baby queen in the moment. It was like an early stage of her career, and there was a lot of talks after Dracula that she could be a queen that transitions onto other shows that mm. are reality based, and that but she could no. be doing that. But she was like, "No, I'm going full freak." Yeah, and good, good, to good like, full edge, like, she has um, like, she has an OnlyFans it's not for, like, it's not, well sex work is valid, but hers is actually, it's more that she produces she's a filmmaker, Mm. and she produces films that are, like, very adult like, X-rated, but, like artistic films Mm. that are just adult, and that's what she has, and she uploads that onto it she does so much creepy, crazy shit on stage Mm. she she has
2: This like insane photo shoot where she like she one of her like big references is like the Wicked Witch of the West and she obviously does like a lot of like Wicked Witch drag. Um, she has this insane photo shoot where like using hooks, she like has hooked her skin into like these like yeah into these like hooks and like these basically like lifted lifting herself just
3: through these like hooks to like ride a I've seen
0: I've seen like that kind of stuff like people doing the hooky things before like just people general people like you are like just like adrenaline junkies or whatever or like mm-hmm. doing it for like performance art and stuff and it's like it gives me the heebie-jeebies but I thought she was so cool though still even yeah. though I'm like oh no that shot stuff.
3: yeah yeah that the fact that the, one of the first shots you see of her in drag in this episode is just like they put the hooks onto the heels and they just take her and put her upside down. And she's in this corset that makes her skit, her like her waist look like 10 inches, like Mm. tiny. And she's just dangling in this witch thing with her eyes, just white. It's so horrific looking, but also so gorgeous. Like the moment you see Vander, you're like, I want to see more of you.
0: Yeah. I kind of love the way that like in that performance that, um, she did in the little like episode for nightgowns the way it was like the audience reactions were like gasps and like yeah biting nails and blah 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 like rather than yes queen or like laughing or cheering or blah 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 like it like just kind of like showing like a different type of performance and like like the totally. you know that that's like another way of like or another type of reaction that you could like be aiming for from an audience like to you know to make them feel uncomfortable or make like shock them or whatever blah 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 like that's really interesting to me yeah
2: Yeah. Um, also the fact it was paired after Sasha Colby I think is really smart because it's such mm, a like Sasha's like, like sexy drag and like yeah very much like movement with her body and like Vander stood there um, and did exactly like captivating the audience just as much. For context, sorry, we haven't mm. mentioned it yet. She stapled um, herself um, yeah. with paper hearts um, all over in her this, body, which which might sound horrifying. It's genuinely stunning.
0: It looks <laughs> it looks beautiful, yeah. But it's also like did make me go <gasps> every time. Yeah, she does. It,
3: she she does it into her head at one point. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. She staples into her forehead. Ah, uh, she's in general. All of it. first of all, I also want to say for Vander of all the things I've seen of her, her song choices. Are... Yeah, mm. Callum's music taste yeah. is just Vander von Odd. Yeah,
2: Callum's think... music taste is just the Nightgowns playlist. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Literally,
3: <laughs> no, the amount of songs that I've heard that I've been like, I've shown Simon and Simon's been like, where did you hear this? And I was like, so a Queen on Nightgowns did it, and I got really obsessed with it. Her, her song choices <laughs> that. are so bloody cool. Mm. But this is such a beautiful song. It's not a song you would expect to see someone stapling themselves on stage, yeah. Too as well. It's this like nice, mean, like cute song about love and how broken hearts mm. and stuff like that. And she's
0: just ah, sta- Oh, just intensely. yeah. just like spins it, twists it differently. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah. very
2: cool. Um- I'm aware of time, but I do want to just very, very, very quickly mention that um, the bonus. So, <laughs> Callum, give us like further reading for each queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be like, you want to see more of them? Look at this nightgown's performance. Um, and Vander does this amazing like I. It genuinely made me cry. Um, performance. Um, to somewhere over the rainbow. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen this, Kiva?
0: Yeah, I did watch it yeah I, I um, had to watch it in like double speed though to be honest <laughs> so I'll, I'll yeah. re-watch it properly but just to get a vibe yeah, of budget, course
2: yeah. so it's stunning it starts with this like um projection of like someone's mouth being like sewn closed um and then Vander um is on the stage and she like turns around and her mouth is like tipped over um and somewhere of the Rainbow starts to play and I believe now Callum I feel like you will be able to quote this better than me
3: but a projection comes up that says it says speak for those who can't yeah she can't because she's just so shut and then the karaoke track to like basically just like karaoke the lyrics of somewhere over the rainbow come on Mm. and it just guides the whole audience as they start to sing somewhere over the rainbow because Vander can't and it's so
0: beautiful yeah
2: it's really really beautiful um and i just think being in an audience for that would just be i Mm. I think somewhere over the rainbow always gets me as a song yeah same
0: same um
2: but it's just it's so so beautiful um and i highly recommend going to watch that yeah um
0: and her costume is absolutely stunning for that as well like her makeup and her costume Mm. and everything
2: it's just yeah beautiful
0: yeah
2: Yeah. um after after founder um we have neon calypso Mm. um what a ball of energy what a bright ball of sunshine
3: (laughs) Had a joy neon, oh. yeah. Uh, again, what, such a departure for what from the previous act. Mm. Again, mm-hmm. such a different take.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, neon. Um. Yeah. Again, like I think, quite like high energy. Um. Performances. Um. <laughs> did a lot of jogging in the performance <laughs> we saw in Night guy Yeah. <laughs> Um to I can't even remember what was the song. Can, um, new that.
3: attitude. Like I got a new Yes. Attitude. Yes. Um which is a banger of a song, like just
2: power man. Um, very much so. Um and yeah, I think she like again, just like as a performer, very captivating. Um, what did you guys mm. think of
3: Neon? And what did you think of Neon's episode as well? I there's something really beautiful about Neon as a representation of nightgowns because Mm -hmm. Neon is one of those people that I think their career pretty much very early stages started in Nightgown's space I believe of like that has been the thing that's been uplifting them their whole career and it's shown that a lot of amazing queens have featured on Nightgown's throughout the years as a drag review in a show and Neon's one of those amazing examples of a queen that's got some beautiful stuff from it. I I Mm -hmm. think she's a fat and I think She really represents a version of drag that's really just energy, is true. But I think she's probably the most quintessential of like what the people would think a conventional drag performer would be. Mm -hmm. But she still brings her own like flair
0: and her own stories to the stage. A kind of deeper meaning or whatever. yeah. Yeah, like it like on the surface, it could appear like, Oh, yeah, this is like a cute little high energy fun lip sync but really like she's trying to like tell her own story or whatever I thought that that was really lovely like her talking about her her just her life and and her trying to tell her her story in her own way because it's always been good for her or whatever yeah so that was nice. The
3: really the really fun gag of this performance that she did for nightgowns was that her dress was entirely like fiber optic material Mm. so it like glue in the dark so like there was so she came on in this pretty dress and everyone was like, Oh, this is really pretty. And then the lights went out and it glowed. Yeah, yeah. that was a really stunning visual. Oh yeah, just yeah.
0: gorgeous thing.
2: And then the further reading for Neon was one of my favorite further readings. Um, was Tiger Chewed, um, where she Trigger two, trigger, 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 oh my god! Triggers. I I literally called it Tiger two earlier before. on as well. I couldn't oh. find this. I couldn't
0: find it's, it. On are,
2: it's quite hard to find, so you have to go. Sorry, Callum literally told me this, and I'm just like explaining what they've already said to me. Um, basically, yeah, you have to find it on Nightgowns Forever, and you have to like there's a there's oh, right. there's like right. a timestamps on Nightgowns Forever where you can like find what each
0: artist.
3: To what time cool. is Okay, yeah. yeah, I must do that
0: because that's like available on yeah. Sasha Blurs website. Just YouTube, or whatever, isn't it? Yeah, it on 3R. YouTube.
3: On YouTube, yeah. Actually, that's the thing for just people if they want to watch and stuff. That's more. Oh like right, yeah, it's on thing. YouTube. But
0: but I saw on Sasha Blurs website that she has like the full Nightgowns Forever and also the full Nightgowns Musical. They're av- they're available to watch on her oh. website. And there's like there's a little the musical? like wow, yeah, okay. the full thing. But there's like a little like if you want to make a donation she's got that mm. on her website which I thought I was quite nice if people wanted to do that like there's a little paypal or venmo qr yeah. code or whatever but it's there available to watch check like, for it for free if you, if you want yeah to.
3: The... amazing.
0: so I would be interested in doing that
3: the trigger to the one that was from this other ones from nightgowns was I'll describe it because it already it sounds cool enough when you just yeah. describe it <laughs> of basically it's it was there was a slam poem that she used as part of it and during the performance at the beginning she just sits on a chair pulls out a phone with a camera just straight up right up on her face and puts it projects it right behind her this slam Mm. poem is like fast quick like spoken word lip sync and she lip syncs it like as it's this close to her face like Mm. right up to her face and every word, she's hitting every single word, every single moment of it with emotion. It's the mo- it's so intense in the moment where you just sat there like, holy crap. Like it's it's not just a great performance, like emotionally, but it's also just in a great performance of like the feats that drag queens can do. Yeah. Also,
2: isn't uh. the slam the slam poems quite like about like the experience of like black people and stuff as well, right? Yeah, um, it's about yeah. And like I just like of it's I feel like Neon definitely has a vibe to her work of like it being like political and it being like I'm standing up for like my rights and the, my people's rights as well. Um, and just the like performance itself is such a stunning way of doing that. Um, yeah. and the passion that's in it is like, ah, uh, mixed with her energy and that like passion like unstoppable force. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Black excellence as well.
3: Black excellence. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Tiger
2: Tiger
3: Tooth. <laughs> You've heard of Tiger King. Get ready for a Tiger two. <laughs> Love
0: that. Um,
2: so that's Neon. Then, yeah. next episode, we move on to... Wait, what? Men can do drag? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, well,
3: Yeah, kings, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, kings. So we have a drag king um, called yeah. K. James. Um, K. James is a trans man that does drag. Um, which is also cool. Like, for me, just, like, seeing a man do man drag I don't know I think that's quite like Mm. like that's the thing that I've always been like god I would it would be really interesting to like as someone who as much as we joked about it I'm not a very muscly masculine person but I think like creating a hyper masculine like alter ego through drag Mm. would be really interesting Mm. um that's just a personal thing that I'm like I, I think it's so cool to see a man do man drag mm. I,
3: yeah it's also just so fun because I think masculinity is so inherently like actually it was on an episode today like masculinity is just so inherently funny when you think about <laughs> it of like the expectations. it's very easy like,
0: to parody yeah
3: yeah so like when you watch someone point out how insane it is as a concept of being like you're not allowed to cry. You've got to be a strong, muscly man and do all this. Thing. It's really funny and just inherently really good. So I love Kings. I love seeing Kings. I think there should be more Kings mm. booked everywhere.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: especially on a mainstream drag show.
3: <laughs> yeah. We'll speak to that. Um In general, like it's a thing I even locally, I, it's a big problem that that show has created is that it hasn't, never showcased kings and so kings do then then inherently don't get showcased in bars and clubs yeah
0: yeah that's so true yeah
3: because it does have a
0: knock-on effect as much as you would like it not to it does yeah
3: it's a constant but yeah Yeah. kate james is a great personification i think if anyone hadn't seen a drag king before i think it's such a good Mm. quintessential idea of like a fun king that is like they almost like they act like a Chippendale, is like the best yeah, description of that's them. That's very like, much the vibe. They're a chip, they just like they start, they look like this hot, hot, intense, masculine, like heartthrob. And then as they go, they just start taking their clothes off. And it's just a hot show. It's a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. I also love the representation of um, shy people. <laughs> yeah. And I like I was like yeah yeah <laughs> um, big mood yeah and um, it, it's just really cool that he like is like this like little shy like mild-mannered quiet person and then comes out and is like hey, baby like stripping on stage it's just like
3: yeah it shows the real beauty cool. of what yeah it shows that real beauty of what drag can be for people is that it doesn't necessarily just need to be performance art it can be a way of discovering yourself a way of Mm -hmm. like letting that inside out past just it being like putting on a show for people I just
2: yeah yeah awesome um and I actually really liked Kay's performance as well of like Mm -hmm. this sort of like bit by a vampire um strip tease like
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which Whoa, like as you
2: even like, Cal, you saying playing with like masculinity and making fun of it—that kind of like does it itself. And I, the, the extra reading of the Chippendale performance, really, in my opinion, like plays with that like idea of like masculinity just being silly.
3: It's so funny. I just the Chippendale performance, yeah, it's a great one. I think people to look up. It's Kay James with another performer, Vigor Mortis, who is usually also features a lot of nightgowns, but not in this show, but on just in general. Mm-hmm such a funny performance of them auditioning as Chippendale potential models masculinity is funny as fuck yeah <laughs> that's, just all, that's the thing um yeah I, I loved so, his
0: relationship as well with um Miss Malice is that it is that yeah. like yeah. just so I, cute they were just very cute and I she really oh my her. god so beautiful as well
3: In and out of drag, Miss Mallet. I love that Miss Mallet almost does like that reverse, almost the reverse of what Kate James does of that out of drag, they look so like tattoos and like like a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. And then when she gets in drag, she's like this pretty camp like yeah, like like, woman. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. And obviously, because there are a couple as well. The like duality of that is just like so cool it's yeah. lovely so fun um,
0: yeah and she was just cool as well like um another another style of drag being represented as well
3: camp, afab, okay. performers. Yeah. Yeah. a-fab performers bio
0: queens is that still a thing people say or is that I like outdated or
3: people don't really use bio queen as a word anymore because obviously the idea of like biological women yeah. is considered like an outdated term but a fab is usually one of the ones that's used so it's just assigned female at birth yeah yeah um she's fa- ah and a fab queen as well <laughs> i think there's this really it it's there's this really insane concept currently in drag of the idea that women can't do drag yeah and it drives me mental of yeah. like yeah ugh. yeah and i yeah. think she, uh, particularly miss malice is a really nice representation of like A lot of her drag performances is actually storytelling and not just her as a performer. It's probably why she doesn't have an episode dedicated to her in the show, Mm. is that a lot of her things she doesn't do as like a performance of like a a lip sync. It's her telling a story Mm. of life and things and her discovery of her own identity. And it's just lovely. Not I right. think that's
2: so cool though that it's like it's so different for a drag performer to be like, oh, I'm I'm my talent is storytelling because that is a talent. It's so I'm like, yeah. It is. I go off on a million tangents and cannot be succinct. I'm not a good storyteller, but <laughs> um, like she just has such a like knack for it. Um, and obviously, guess she didn't have an episode, but Callum still gave us something to watch by her. <laughs> e.
3: Um,
2: and she did this like spoken word, like half lecture, half like. A spoken word piece i guess about Dusty sexy Springfield. TED talk. yeah mm. se- sexy ted talk is a term that sasha used in nightgowns to describe like what night not nightgowns smoke, smoke and mirrors, and mirrors like what smoke and mirrors was she was like it's like 50 percent of drag sh- like performance and then 50 percent a sexy ted talk <laughs> <laughs> okay. um but yeah so miss malice does sexy ted talks i guess um about dusty springfield who i'm gonna be honest and admit my um like ignorance I did not know it was queer um oh I didn't know anyway. that
0: either oh yeah did, she, did you not
3: do your homework Kiva
0: I I didn't I didn't get to watch that one That's I watched okay. like I I but I I think I saw that there was a video of her talking about Dusty Springfield and then was there another one where she was like doing a bit of a song
1: she did yeah. perform but I, think, I think I right
0: think that was what I was supposed to be watching so I watched a bit of that one I didn't watch her talking about her so no I didn't realize
2: that that was her thing this, so this, no this is giving big oh
3: lecturer I
0: did the I did homework
3: in all fairness in all fairness the original list I sent you guys to like look up I was like here's 25 different performances from nightgowns you've yeah. got to watch them all to understand truly what nightgowns is about I I was very overshot with it but um it's <laughs> fine I'd like
0: to watch those things eventually though I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that list but uh, yeah
2: what I like to believe the the assigned homework was like oh watch nightgowns on Quibi and then if you wanted to do some extra reading to prepare for the class um, options
1: you could yeah. you could
2: watch the like seven <laughs> videos that like Callum sent us for each like performer and then Mm. for writing the essay Callum give extra resources as well to be like whenever you're whenever you're turning in your final exam these are some starting points that you could um look into for what you're going to write your essay about. that's why I like to believe Callum's list was maybe we'll publish your list Callum if you're okay with that I'm here yeah that's a good idea
3: can I make it longer can I add loads of different performances onto it I will throw so many on I just think yeah um
2: Definitely. So, yeah, that, that was Miss Malice. And also, yeah, Dusty Springfield is queer. Um, But was sort of what Miss Malice talks about in that performance is how she was kind of, like, not shown. Like, what would be the word? Like, that was, she was very much. was covered
3: up. It was erased. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like... It was very much erased and played down. And even though her, like, image was, like, ooh, like, trying to, like, do different things with drag and stuff like that. Or not with drag. Sorry. With- just for, like, a woman at the time. Um, it was very much toned down that she was actually a woman who loved women, um, mm. and that it's only sort of come out in post, um, and that all her songs are quite sad and stuff because of that. Mm. And people loved that. And apparently, she was also Fresh. a conservative, um, <clears throat> like like a big figure for like conservative people. Mm. Um, she was also a,
3: she was a country artist, so, a folk yeah. country artist. So the conservatives love them. So. <laughs> so
2: yeah highly recommend if you if you're looking just to learn a bit more about dusty springfield using miss malice as a tool for that because it taught me a lot that i didn't know um which i thought was really cool um after miss malice well after k james in night Guns, but after that mm. um we have untitled queen which can i just <clears> say <throat> what a fucking name that's so good
3: yeah. good <laughs> <I> name <love
2: that. laughs> um untitled yeah
0: Queen's i love her i thought she was so cool
2: extremely um, like queen. performance art alternative yeah um, and like very
0: abstract yes yeah, so like...
2: abstract so I yeah I agree with you Kiva I just loved how out of the box it
3: was she yeah, yeah she for people that haven't think Untitled Queen literally just shows up she has a white face she just paints her entire face white like feel like like a clown white doesn't do any eye makeup, doesn't do any like, mu- doesn't do much to change it. She just looks like this egg mm. of like, of like, it's almost, it almost looks like kabuki, like geisha kind of style as well. Yeah, and that's what it reminded me of. It it looks very kabuki in general, which is of course another offshoot of drag, but, um, and then she doesn't often do songs as well, Untitled Queen, she's just mm. Arch, Little like dragons.
0: performance pieces, like yeah, performance art or whatever. Mm. Love that. Yeah. But then there so was in... that. Sorry,
3: oh, you...
2: no you go Kiva
0: No, I was just going to say that in the bonus, in the in the actual reading, there was the performance of um, drunk drivers, killer whales. killer whales, yeah, which was a a song and B she had like the face of makeup on.
3: Yeah, so she does such a weird. Does so she variety switches of... it up
0: sometimes? Maybe. Mm.
3: It's it's I love that just she I always think she never paints her face even though she does do makeup sometimes she rarely paints like what often people would expect a queen a drag queen to look like yeah
0: yeah
3: it's often oh it's totally like her
0: own thing still yeah
3: yeah and it's just that that killer whale one I quite enjoy because it's just such a like very cool mm -hmm. I'm intrigued because so I did
2: watch the killer whale thing. But the performance of it, I watched, it didn't... It's not that it didn't work, but, like, isn't the whole thing, like, her dress is supposed to unravel?
3: Her dress is unraveling as it goes, yeah.
2: It, like, it didn't fully work in the version that I was doing in terms of... I felt like her dress didn't properly unravel, but the concept seems so cool that I'm wondering if it was just the video that
3: I saw of it.
1: Um, I'm, not,
3: I'm not even sure, but... Um... I also like that as a part of the way that Untitled Queen sometimes does drag is that it's not necessarily perfect. Mm-hmm. Like there's a yeah. perfect, so something like that can go wrong, and it works perfectly in the way it's supposed to in the moment. If you know have it mean, yeah. in, yeah, the...
0: yeah, I love that. Yeah, and it's I more think... it's more about like it being like live in the moment or like honest to the moment or whatever, rather than yeah. a perfectly rehearsed, polished.
2: Totally, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I actually think as well that's one thing is like she's the one I think would be so interesting to see live because it just feels like you like the the feeling of that in a room would just be so cool. Yeah, Um, Mm. and I quite like that. I love a queen who picks a song that's not well known. Mm
1: Yeah,
3: (laughs) and it's the one she did for the actual Nightgown show. Those poem. It's yep. such a weird like up to this point, you've had all these performances of people doing like lip syncs to songs and like mm. telling stories, and then you've got this person like comes out straddling a glowing cube, just like <laughs> talking, yep. just yeah. like doing a little poem, and there's like steam everywhere. And there's grass on the floor, and you're like, "What the fuck is yeah. going on?"
0: Yeah, like and then that weird like tube thingy at the end with the like the steam, steam, and... yeah, just very so... interesting
2: visually stunning yeah. um I also love in like Guns the like docuseries um that it touches on her relationship with her mom and her family and yeah they were I think so cute it, oh. yeah it was so cute. her mom went to see her perform a drag for the first time and the piece she did was about like motherhood and like sort of like having mom's like having a little bit of chance to breathe yeah um and the, yeah there was just something I particularly a scene that made me really happy was when Sasha was like introduced to her mom um yeah, and Sasha was, was like yeah. so excited to be like, Oh my god, she said so many things good things about you. And I love your daughter, like so or well, your son daughter, I guess, depending I don't know what pronouns mm-hmm. were used, but basically I love your child so much and they've done so much for me as well. And it just really cemented that idea of like nightgowns as a family and made me really
0: happy. Yeah. yeah. That was like, um, yeah, really
3: lovely. So yeah, I just thought the series yeah. was stunning as a whole. It's it's that really cute moment of the, like, hey, my my biological family meet my work family yeah my yeah. family beautiful yeah way of like and it's so lovely I just I still to this day will never get over getting to see queer people have families that love them and just having good relationships with their families I think yeah there's not enough of that in the world and I do think it's a beautiful moment to be celebrated and, and experienced and totally and just
2: that crossing of the two families like you said is just such (sighs) a like lovely like coherence of like uh you're both part of this same person and just picking them up um and i feel like that allows on someone like untitled to do the like weird cool shit they want to do because they know they have such a good support network so yeah yeah, love seeing that in action um what i was going to ask before so there's one performer left you might have heard Mm -hmm. of her before She's called Sasha Valer. <laughs> yeah. Um, shame. Um, but before before we jump onto her, Callum, you give us loads of extra reading. Is there any one you would very briefly, as in like in the next like minute and a half, like to mention? Um, I wonder why I only have that time. So I gonna. Um... I actually was I was very tempted to put a timer on for you and be like, you have two minutes. Here's your free go. time to talk about. In uh, fact, <laughs> that's what we're that's what that's what we're gonna do. Um, okay. I'm just well there's, go a, there's a there's a, a timer
0: bit. there's a timer at the top anyway, Simon, for the
2: yeah Okay, that's the, so... that's the amount of time you have to talk about
3: other nightgown performers that you like. Really like. Okay, so so first up we've got Pearl Harbor, who is a queen from again, Brooklyn artist queen, that um is an immigrant. A lot of their stories are about being an immigrant, being Asian, their experience in the gay community as that. One of my favorite performances of them is called Memory. Um, they do a performance of Memory from Cats. Um Iconic musical, obviously, but it's just a PowerPoint <laughs> behind them of just them telling the story. And it starts with them going, Hello, my name is, and I am a verse top. And everyone's like, What? And it's just her being like, Yes, I know this sounds ridiculous, but as an Asian person, my experience of masculinity is so different to what I mm. actually think and at the very end of the song when it gets all like
1: touch me
3: it's like her like fully just being like i love doing this and this uh she's just great she tells me i've beautiful. seen wow. that performance and it is cool <laughs> so funny um the other one i loved from nightgowns this person's not a person that like regularly does nightgowns but they're actually a uk performer um they're victoria sin who i just love
0: um oh that sounds familiar
3: so- they are a performance, their big performance that I saw at Night Guards and then immediately fell in love with them was um it's called Sandwich, It's and so literally good. <laughs> the whole performance is like that jazzy kind of like magic music of like do 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 of people doing like tricks and it's literally just them making a sandwich on stage but like the whole performance is like so they they cut the bread and the audience is going wild like what she's cutting bread and then she just drops oh it on a plate and everyone's like this is the it's best like trigger. after yeah. every
2: step she like presents it to the audience as well to be like look at the sliced
1: bread <laughs>
3: oh my god also, I love that and she's also doing it with this deadpan face of just being like excuse me <laughs> um, and then she drops cheese on it the moment at the end she pulls out butter on a cleaver and starts to spread it and the wow. more she spreads it the louder the audience gets it's amazing it's so it's the funniest thing I've ever seen I laugh I my that. head off so much at it I think it's the best oh just so, it's good. so
2: good um Callum's other recommendations will go up on our Instagram so don't worry I will um, throw
3: so many at you yeah we'll watch um, them all
2: Exactly. Feel free to message them on Instagram about it as well. I've just opened you up to that, Callum. I hope you're happy with that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I need more friends. That's all. Check your DM requests. (laughs) I mean, I used to have more than the just the spam bots trying to send me news. (laughs) Mm. It'll be a lovely (laughs) time.
2: No, the spam bots will be like, what did you think about nightgowns? And would you like to see my titties? Yeah, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's a good that's a good trade-off, I feel like.
2: (laughs) Cool. Um, so our final performer, Miss Um Sasha Fuller um bald head legend um, <laughs> yes yep
3: shiny, um, leader of the shiny egg peoples yeah
2: I, I quite like as well in like the actual series that we like get to know a little bit more about Sasha meet the people mm. who are most important to her in her life get to go back to her family home Sasha's like family seemed like such a big reason again Sasha's had such a lovely support network and it just goes to show if you nurture someone from the start and accept them for who they are and love their art and challenge it but also like give Encourage them the space to grow it. in it yeah, yeah like mm. Sa- Sasha has done so well because she has had that confidence in that safe space in my opinion anyway and from what she's talked about Um, from a very young age. It sounds like her mom has actively been like, these are the things that I think you could do better with in your drag, as opposed to like being like, I hate the fact you're doing drag, you know. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, there was
3: that really there was that really funny one that she talks about during the Smoke and Mirrors tour, where she talks about how she put on a performance for her mom, um, where she was trying to like her mom got with contracted cancer and she knew she was going to be losing her hair. And so Sasha made this performance where she had those art pieces of like this nosferatu vampire, like flowing through the world and then her mom was just like what the bloody hell was that about <laughs> like <kinda laughs> energy but like in the loveliest way it's also when you see her mom and dad and her family you just go oh that explains so much of why Sasha's this way yeah like very is, liberal by the vibes of it right <laughs> her dad is like a proper like liberal like theorist like professor and like oh it's just mm, so sense, funny yeah.
2: Sasha Buler's family is a Republican's nightmare. That is the vibe it gives off
3: (laughs) entirely. Like,
2: um, but yeah, and it's so lovely. Just like I think it's so amazing, and I know we'll say this anyway that Sasha's created such a like cool outlet to showcase alternative drag, especially coming off Redacted Drag Race, because that's as a lot of people comment a very narrow version yeah. of drag mm-hmm. and for someone to be a winner like someone who re- gets to represent that show be someone who is also being like actively i'm going to represent alternative form of drag and also speak out against some of the bullshit that um the narrow-minded drag race, <laughs> yeah um yeah has done as well is so cool i i'm we will talk about sasha's performance in a minute did both of you get a chance to see sasha's speech about like trans rights yes um, um yeah so Sasha and an opening to a Nightgowns um, does this very empowering and wonderful speech. Sasha is such a good speaker, anyway, um, mm. about how drag is for everyone and how Nightgowns has always believed that. Um, there is a quote I wrote it in my phone because I fucking loved it, um, where she says, um, "Drag should be documented and studied beyond one TV show." Um, and I think that is the eth- yeah right. I think that That's, is the ethos yeah. of this series. That is um, the T. Yeah, the there's something, yeah, tea, yeah. Um, and Night Gounds is just a love letter to the very not even the not even all of them, but like some of the other types of drag, and I think yeah. that is so
3: stunning. She spends yeah. like so much of that speech basically just just dis- like being like drag has always included women because there was the a yeah. big debate yeah. at the time was the inclusion of women in drag, um, trans women and cis women. Mm-hmm. And then she was just like, for as long as theater has existed, drag has existed. And for as long as drag has existed, trans people have been doing it. And it was just such a yeah. succinct, like, this is it. Like, yeah, it was just like, yeah, here are like, the facts. Yeah, yeah. I
0: thought that was really like, good how she just like, went through the actual real life history of drag and was like, this literally has already been happening for centuries, like, mm. just, yeah, just kind of spelled it out in, in, in a way that like, you can't really argue with. And it was just like, mm.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. True. Stunning. Stunning.
3: She has other I, stuff. Oh.
2: oh, I was just going to be, my, my segue was, and not only is she a good speaker, she's also an amazing drag artist.
3: She <laughs> is.
2: That makes it sound well, like I'm like, doing a promo video for her, right? <laughs> like,
3: Have you seen this Sasha Velour? Look what she can do for your kitchen.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so in night guides we are we're subject not subjected that makes it sound like we're <laughs> forced to watch punished
1: <laughs> like
2: watch it yes. we sasha makes us watch no um we see do we see two performances from
3: her we see one at the start as do, well, right? one at the start and then one at the end what is the i
2: feel a bit silly for asking this what is the one at the start can you remind so me
3: the first one is to the edge of 17 oh yes um, yeah yes, oh yes. it's lovely and yeah. she's in this gorgeous like gold silk guy. yeah oh my god yeah
2: that one's close with the like multiple sashes as well through projection like,
3: that's yeah, a quintessential so cool. sasha trope is that it's mm. her with a projection of four of her around <laughs> her like being her own backing dancer yeah i i'm
0: obsessed with that it's so it's yeah. so it works so well it's so good cool. yeah. yeah like it's... she's just very creative with like the projections and all that kind of stuff like the stuff she does is just like
3: genius yeah yeah There's a really fun story about how she started that project with projectors as well of that in the bar she started performing in there wasn't any spotlights or like lights so in order to create her own spotlight she got a projector made a spotlight with the projector and then shot it against a wall and she's like right I have a spotlight now I can perform oh my god (laughs) best I love that and since then she's just been permanently using projectors so it's great
2: can we, I feel like this Love is that. a good time to mention what is my favorite Sasha Velour performance, um, which is all about projection. Um, it's to Sia's cellophane. Um, have you have you have you guys seen it?
0: I watched that of one, course. yeah. When yeah. you said cellophane, um, I thought you, I thought it was going to be FK Twix's cellophane, um, I didn't realize it was going to be haven't heard my arch thing. nemesis, so yeah. yeah. I was going to
2: say, like, arch nemesis <laughs> the pod. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, so I cellophane to me is just like uh, everything everything I want to do as like someone who makes like theater as someone who just enjoys art like everything about it to me I am obsessed with we have recreated it on our karaoke nights with Callum's projector oh my god Um, it's on my Instagram
3: but I was I was
2: the art, I was the um I was the MS paint who got to paint all over Callum (laughs) oh
0: my god I
2: love that um so how it works just for anyone who hasn't seen it I'm honestly just pause the podcast and go watch it now um is that Sasha uses pretty much paint it is paint right or it's something like paint it's like
3: ms paint yeah basically um
2: and it starts with a white background and she just uses the different brushes on paint to paint over herself um Mm. throughout the performance and it's stunning and there's like flashing sequences with like her face um callum and i got the privilege to see it live and it was honestly like like the fucking explosion at the climax of that song from the crowd was so it like mm. one of the best feelings I've ever had wow and that's amazing I love
3: it mm. there's something really cool whenever um she was announced for said show before the redacted mm. one during the premiere she did Salafeng and they all all of the queens that were involved in it did a performance and you just watch them all, and you hear there's like some nice cheers and once and then you see hers and everyone's just like oh my god what this is amazing yeah and it's just people are losing lost their minds for her like she is just a genius mm. yeah
2: um and yeah. then in terms of projections this the other thing one. the other thing Sasha does um beautifully is tell stories with them and the thing we get to see in nightgowns is I Callum do you know the name of the song or Kiva do either of you know the name of the song?
0: Cuz
2: I don't. <laughs> um it's called
3: Wild as the Wind. Wild yeah, the wind.
0: that's what I was going to say. Yeah, as <laughs> the Wind. It was something <laughs> and it was something about wind.
2: Yeah. And I'm it's sorry. Nina Simone. Nina Simone, Nina Simone, Simone yeah. Who I love. Um, most. Yeah. And it's just like Beautiful. again. Yeah, so Sasha mm. is a tree in this um, mm. story. Um and it's basically like this tree going through like the four seasons, but it just works so perfectly with the song, and it just yeah. looks stunning, as kiva said. Mm. What did you guys think?
0: Oh, just like it's just beautiful, yeah. Like I don't really know what else to say, to be honest. Like just stunning and just really clever as well. And it was also nice to hear her kind of talking about like the her kind of personal significance with like the the tree imagery and stuff, like going into her like whole like home and. Personal uh background and stuff before as well. Yeah. Made it more special to watch.
3: We've um we've got to see this live as well. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um, and it's this gorge the presence of it of just her, she just the whole show. You've seen these jazzy numbers, you've seen these numbers that have done loads of different things, but the final number of this whole show is just a girl, a woman standing there shaped like a tree. It's haunting to watch mm.
0: live. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's... Amazing. It's just like the <sighs> the all the hype and like loud audience she builds just like go silent because of how like wow it is. You're just
0: like awestruck. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There, there, yeah.
2: Let me put it this way: there is a reason. Callum and I bought tickets to go see the exact same show again <laughs> and then meet her at in the person end, at the end of oh, wow. lockdown versus at the like now that we can go see shows um yeah and it's just that she does such creative stuff with
0: i would that. be so tempted to go see you should
2: come come but, yeah
0: are there tickets still available
2: i think so yeah yeah
0: right. but then we've got tickets for got mick on that same day which you can't go to uh, yeah. So now oh yeah like,
3: the drama um, but
0: like i can. loki would rather go to the that Sasha's showing here start the, we'll start, the, see, we'll see.
2: start the Sasha revolution with me Kiva <laughs> yeah if you want to plan
3: the revolution in a... <laughs> not, I'll say that oh one. my gosh yeah sorry
2: we haven't talked about Sasha's most um like highest piece of work highest piece of art she's made ah. which is clat <laughs> Kiva uh, do you don't know what clat is no oh my god during season nine the New York queens of season nine released a song um, called CLAP which stands for Club Legend Art Theatre um, oh and it was Peppermint, Aja, Sasha and Queen of Queens herself Alexis Michelle Alexis Michelle, um, oh and it is like low-key it
3: is kind of a bop though <laughs> it's fun I like Sasha's verse I love that every time Sasha's verses, as it's so funny that every time she's like I'm a pompous asshole and then just every single one of her verses is just like art 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 it's, just like, it's, <laughs> it's very much magical, magical, the dry queen art art art, art, art. Yeah. <laughs> I uh just genuinely what a wordsmith my favorite also my favorite thing about this video and this is me reading Sasha right now as much as I love her to bits is that during that video um for Clat, she spells words wrong on the projection <laughs> that she makes oh it's like, does she oh, do that on purpose so smart I don't know. I don't think she did. Who knows for Sasha oh. It's really funny. I just, uh, what a queen, love.
2: Right. <clears throat> yeah, um, do you have any other big Sasha performances from Nightbound you want to mention? And if not, we will go on to our grading system. Some.
0: Um, I watched that love letter to a vampire. Is that what it's called? That one as well. Is that love from, from Nightbound? Love songs, yes, right? Um, That one was just gorgeous as well. But yeah, that's it.
3: Mm. There's we'll some we'll really give big...
0: all these suggestions to people of things to watch because.
3: Totally, yeah. You're gonna be here for another thirty minutes if you let me talk. Yeah, more, but true. I know. True yeah, up. there's.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we could go on. Watch,
2: yeah, watch our <laughs> bonus content to see Callum and I dance to Decepticon. <laughs> oh
0: <there's> th- <laughs> Decepticon, Look, another God. one. Yeah, Though
2: there, there is there is three of us. We could so recreate the little Sasha Blur Decepticon dance. Oh my
0: God. <laughs>
2: Maybe at, maybe at the rap party for season one of um, Get to Z. <laughs> Wait, Simon, we should actually do a wrap Oh my party. God, <laughs> of course we're going to do a rap party, and we're going to invite every guest we've had on to the rap party.
0: Oh my yeah. God, I
2: love this. And whenever wanna... fans
0: want to come, we'll open it to the fans and see. Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh and when a so venue,
2: fun. <laughs>
3: You're going to get a club okay. remix of the Gate to Z opening. It's oh, my God. Like and we should do a very,
2: we should do, like, a 30-minute tw- recording in you know? it. Like, we should just do, like, a really shitty, like, on our phones, like, oh, we're going to record a bonus episode, and it's just us at the rap party.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. I, that's, so, that's fun.
2: We should do that. <laughs> that's camp. Um okay so folks what do we think of nightgowns overall what are, what are our great our grading system on gay to Z callum i feel like i don't know why i'm explaining this to you you're one of our core listeners
3: <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, i feel like i'm a committed listener i love
2: this. we use we use a grade system so what are we grading nightgowns folks Not As in the, guys, se-
0: the series the documentary series um or just the overall you, like show you could, concept you whatever can,
2: you can grade both if you want. That is that the easiest way to do it. Let's do the series and then I'm let's here do just long. like Night Gounds as a whole. I'm gonna let you lot go first. Um,
0: want- okay, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> um, so obviously, I haven't seen the whole show. Um, although I would like to watch now that I know that Night Gounds Forever and Night Gounds the Musical are both obviously they're not the same. They're like you know different variations mm. or of it or whatever. Um. I would like to watch those, but I think from what I've seen and just like the concept of it overall, I'm gonna give it an A for the yeah. overall show, and then for the documentary series, I'm gonna give it a a B minus because I awesome. really enjoyed it and made me intrigued. It it was it was really good, like, but I I could have watched like a full documentary and and I would have liked to see them go more in depth um with the like different performers and also like show more of the performers as well
2: yeah um yeah i fully agree with you in terms of that like i would give nightgowns as a show and as a premise and as a live show definitely like an a i think the concept of like showcasing multiple forms of drag is beautiful and i love everything that the performers have shown us from it so far Um, So I think that's a definite A Um, The only reason it's not an A plus is because I would give Smoking Mirrors an A plus (laughs)
1: Um,
2: And um, In terms of the Quibi show And I think it's just because the episodes Are eight minutes long and it feels Mm. a little bit Disjointed because of that um, I would probably give it a B plus Because I don't, I feel like the performances In it is what gives it the plus But the production value is what gives it the B
3: Hmm. For, For me I think this is obviously going to come as no surprise um I would give Nightgowns an A plus immediately I think Mm -hmm. I credit shit like Nightgowns as the reason I want to do art and drag and stuff like that and it's such an inspiring thing for me so I'm like I'm gonna give it that higher regard the I do agree with the series though I agree that I would put it in like b plus to a minus category but i think a b plus is a fair assessment because i think that gives it room to grow too um, <laughs> yeah. room to grow sure. like a tree wild as the wind oh uh, but i think yeah that's what i doubt i think i'll give it a b plus as well i think that's fair um, Callum, yeah.
2: one one very last important question um how would you grade your time on gate is ed no, oh, you're, course, you're finally oh here gosh. You know the long awaited
3: It's been so long I've been so excited Do I, do I still get mentioned every episode after this or is I'm afraid gonna, this like, is your limit it? hon?
1: This
3: yeah. is me, yeah. this that is chapter's close We have to find someone else to be obsessed with now. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be Gabrielle <laughs> We've got to build our next villain into the story um, I will give my time Because I've genuinely had so much fun And you've let me chat for like Coming up on two hours now So <laughs> I will give it an a plus because i genuinely yeah. this so the, much the
0: way we ask people to grade us or rate us or whatever like it's literally just like give us compliments because like as yeah. if someone's going to turn around and be like mm, yeah like a seven like a like a c like as if that's gonna happen that would be no, such a wild I'm... moment you
3: just have a <laughs> controversial guest that's like i'm gonna fight everyone on this podcast
2: i can't wait till someone's like someone will jokingly say a c but like
0: well, like yeah, the closest we've come to an enemy so far has been Jake, to be honest. But he was like kind of Aww. joking,
2: and that was only an enemy for you. Let's be real. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just Jake. We love
3: that's just Jake. Jake is uh, that kind of he's kind
2: funny. Of... Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, thank you very much, Callum. We have some um podcast business to attend to now, though. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. We do,
0: yeah. Um. So we are going to do a wee wheel for next week. We're bringing back the wheel, folks. It's been a while. It's been it's been a while. It's been a wheel. Spin a wheel. Hey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, folks, we are. Oh, we're we're about to spin the wheel, but Kiva's internet has decided to um oh, shit itself. Uh,
0: okay, no, it's it's back. It's back. Okay, I think it was just that website was weird. Okay, folks, we have, we have four options, our options on here. This
2: wheel um i feel like there's there's a clear fan favorite yeah. i'm i am jonesing
3: for it i'm voting for it was um, a democracy i would be choosing it I'm, i feel like we're i'm all nervous. Quite nervous
0: yeah i'm actually nervous why am i nervous right okay let's well, let's, let's, let's click, click to spin let's do it guys ready
2: oh oh my god the fear <gasps> oh
0: um, it was so close it was so oh, close uh,
2: it practically landed on it <laughs> i
3: think that was really close to be honest that, that was very fitted. close oh no that just
0: means that one's eliminated yeah so yeah yep. so you keep going you still go on that. okay let's do it let's finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> oh my god
2: yes. first time <laughs> wow oh my god <laughs> um i mean <laughs> who not- who wants to read out the iconic title of our next
0: episode? Guys, the whale. Listen, we left it up to the whale. Yeah. We had no we had no say in this. The whale decided that next week we will be watching. Oi vey, my son is gay. Should I not do the accent? Maybe that was possible. No, it's okay. That's it what it's called. And there's three total of three exclamation marks in that title. So yeah. I'm no, personally very excited.
2: I want to read the very quick like description of what this is about. <laughs> Nelson and Angelo, a gay couple, decide to come out to their parents. However, when they do, their parents find it difficult to cope with the news. 2010. I am excited. I'm very I'm excited.
3: Bad. This is, I don't know why, but anytime I hear oi bay," I just think of Fiddler in the Roof. So I'm just imagining. Yeah. Oh my
2: God. The fucking. My um, son, is gay.
3: The, alp, <laughs> the like that.
2: The, the cover art for the movie is um camp to say the least
0: oh wow! Well, I'm gonna look it up oh I'm so excited
2: <laughs> um can I folks... do two episodes in a are...
1: <laughs> <Don't you? laughs>
3: <laughs> what is this it's just the weirdest cover I've ever seen Wait, oh my god a le- Carmen Electra's in it
0: oh my so god oh wow wow Gra- they really said graphic design is my passion oh it's only got two exclamation marks wikipedia lied oh oh well Well, love is love it says that's so funny class okay i'm buzzing
2: so folks get excited for that make sure you watch it
0: yeah Um, you're you're not gonna want to miss that one
2: it's 91 minutes of excellence is what i've heard
0: yeah (laughs) it is Um,
2: art. so yes get excited um and yeah, Callum, once again, thank you for joining us. And finally, like gracing our viewers with your voice. Um, yes, I think. My Thank you pleasure. so much. Yeah, um, I make had sure, so much fun. Make yeah. sure to buy tickets for Callum's um, like outburst, a um, little queer reading. Um New queer also works previous um guest of the podcast uh Connor Couples, Couples. is also in that yes, right? yes.
3: Our, yeah. our Jared Connor Couples who who leaked it before wasn't it was about yeah <laughs> so no, yeah
0: leak. most of you guys probably wouldn't have caught that because I had to edit it out of the episode but Connor leaked the outburst program before it was officially announced but now we can tell you that Connor is also taking apart. part so make sure you go support yes. our friends of the pod
3: yeah. Connor and
0: Callum. Um Callum, yeah. do you want to plug your so any of your socials? Probably?
3: Okay, right. So my socials are very, very in-depth and detailed and they're they have a brand. Um, so my my Twitter is Calumander Tweet, like Charmander, but instead of a char, it's Callum. Um my Instagram is calamander grams, my TikTok is calamander ticks, my YouTube is calamander tube, my LinkedIn is Calumander Linked. Shut up! (laughs) Um, My 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 Bebo is Calamander Biebs. Exclusive Club. Um, but
2: yeah, the great, great. Club just... Penguin is Calamander Waddles. <laughs> Calamander Waddles. <song. laughs> um Love that. Callum, Callum is a little bit TikTok famous on Northern Ireland TikTok as well. But um yeah. a lot
3: of the So Callum. Are my Callum could you
2: me. promote us to your fans whenever this episode comes out, please? Oh my
3: oh god, god Jeff, yeah, I'll share please. it my TikTok. I'll share it to my like 500 followers. Class.
0: Um, Love it.
2: Cute. Yeah. Um Keeves, what are your socials?
0: My socials are um <clears throat> keeves k-e-e-v-e-z on uh, instagram and keeves underscore on twitter and just keeves on tiktok oh you want to follow me there
2: <laughs> oh my god um I mean- i'm giving the ginger on everywhere i don't um post on tiktok but if you want to send me like funny videos about the sims 3 um that would be cute um that's me folks that's us Beautiful. folks
0: yeah you, you um, can, we, you can we're it- gay to z pod on everything
2: or zed um yeah on everything send us an email and um, we are looking more guests to be perfectly honest with you guys yeah. um so hit us so up please please do we're yeah. nearly What's done
0: it? with our first series guys isn't that pretty? it's oh you've done so well with it like
3: genuinely like it's a really good series like i really enjoy this it is fun to listen thank to. you like i genuinely really like it can
2: i to be honest it's really that. fun to record <laughs>
3: I've yeah. had fun, I've enjoyed good myself genuinely. I feel
2: like I get to see so much work Eva in like the most lovely oh. way you know, um, yeah. which I really enjoy. It's nice. Anyway, ending on that mushy note. Um, <laughs> thank yeah. you for listening um, we thanks do get guys his podcast. Um, Callum's been Callum Callum's yep. been Get His head podcast, let's be real
3: <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I, I'm so glad that my hot takes I got to say them myself this week that
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Callum will be back to reporting through me next week <laughs> Um, Amazing, right? Good night, God bless. Thank
0: you for listening. Thank you for coming, Calm. Yeah, what
2: are are you chuffed that my Siri didn't go off once during this whole episode?
0: Oh my god, yeah, to be honest, I kind of missed him. I'm not gonna lie.
2: Do you want to talk to him, now?
0: I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. (laughs) That was him live in the room. Anytime we, anytime Simon tries to talk to Siri, it just activates mine. My
3: phone is desperate to be your friend. Oh,
0: We've got a Google Home in the house and she doesn't listen to me. She only listens to Tom, so I'm convinced she's a (laughs) misogynist.
2: She just hates women? Oh my God.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh my God. Is this the stuff that's going to go at the very end of the podcast? Like after you've faded it out?
0: Potentially, yeah. (laughs) Did we say bye? Everybody just say bye just in case. Bye!
2: Bye just in case.
0: Goodbye just in case. Bye, yeah, yeah. By the way, the total ding count was 18.